episode two, calming breaths. You're breathing anyway, so why not make it even better? You're probably thinking, why does Leslie want to talk to me about breathing? I already know how to do that. You do. You've been doing it all your life. But I expect since you were a baby, the way you breathe has changed quite a lot. Hi, I'm Leslie Darling, and I'm passionate about empowering women with a breast cancer diagnosis, putting them back in control of their well-being. Always take 100% responsibility for yourself. Discuss anything that may affect your mental or physical health with your own medical support team. I am not medically trained, and what I offer here is to inform and entertain. Let's go back to that image of a baby breathing. If you watch a baby sleep, you'll notice not so much the rise and fall of their chest, but actually their little belly goes up and down. Babies know how to breathe. They do it naturally. Chances are, at some time in life, you were taught to hold your tummy in, perhaps to make you look slimmer. When you don't breathe into your belly, you start to use the muscles in your chest and the breathing is much more shallow. You might notice that for yourself now. Do you notice your chest and shoulders going up and down as you breathe? Or is it your belly that's filling? It's a marvellous treat for your body to remember how simple life was when it was a baby. So have a play around with this. Pulling in your breath deeply through your nose and filling your belly. Then allowing the air to come back out through your mouth as a sigh. If you can make a sound, that's even better. <sighs> Think about the sound of a sigh. It's another message that your body is letting something go, letting tension go, like taking off a tight pair of shoes and relaxing with a sigh. Ah, <sighs> that feels better. If you're not somewhere you feel comfortable making a sound, just let your breath come out through your mouth. That's always a good rule with breathing exercises, in through the nose and out through the mouth. We've made some really good progress already. So let's consider how our breathing makes us feel. Perhaps it's easy for you to think about how someone else looks and feels when they're breathing. Or maybe you're fine with thinking of yourself. What would you think if you saw a woman breathing long, slow breaths? In and out. You'd probably think she was calm. Breathing that way would make you feel calm, wouldn't it? What about if you saw another woman breathing short, rapid breaths? <laughs> I expect you would think she was feeling anxious, right? Unless she'd been running. If you try lots of short, shallow breaths, chances are you'll feel like your body is anxious. You might also feel lightheaded, so don't try that now unless it's safe to do so. If you saw her inhaling with one finger, pressing her left nostril closed, and then exhaling with her finger, pressing her right nostril closed, You'd probably think she was doing yoga, and you'd be right. 
I took over teaching a pranayana yoga class when I was just 15. It was mainly about the breath. I'd been learning yoga with my mum since I was 13. I loved the breathing exercises. They were very calming. And I'd later find calming breaths so helpful for situations which raised anxiety like exams and driving tests. But you don't always want to be pressing on your nostrils. So how about another technique that you can use safely in public? This one really helps you to fill your lungs and empty them fully, rather than taking lots of shallow breaths. It's a much better way to get oxygen into your body and to exhale all the stuff your body doesn't want too. The key is balance. We're aiming to make both our inhale and our exhale about the same length. A great way to do this is to count in your head as you breathe in and then count again as you breathe out. In through the nose for a count of four, three, four. Out through the nose for a count of three, four. It's a bit like meditation or mindfulness. You are focusing on controlling your breath, so it automatically brings you into the here and now. This is great if you find yourself worrying about something that's already happened, so you're focused on the past, or perhaps you're getting anxious about something in the future which hasn't happened yet. Our zone of control is in the present. So try to match your breathing to how you want to feel right now. When you focus on slowing down your breath and breathing deeply, you get all those calming effects. There's a win-win here. Breathing this way can calm your amygdala, which is a funny name for that little smoke alarm part of your brain which tells you there's a threat. You see, that little part of your brain is very primitive and it can't tell the difference between something imagined and something real. It just triggers your stress response to help you deal with the danger it thinks you're in. And that means flooding your body with cortisol, the fight, flight, freeze hormone that prepares your body for extreme action. Now, our body is only designed to cope with that level of cortisol for about 30 minutes every three or so days. But we trigger that response over and over again, especially with our thinking. When we worry about the past or get anxious about the future. So let's get ourselves back into the now with some calming breaths. If you can manage a count of six in and six out, that's great. But just go with what you can do. This is a tool to help you and we aren't competing with anyone here. Perhaps you can measure an improvement in yourself. So I suppose you could be competing against yourself. Just try to slow down your breath. Try to control it. Again, you can sight out if you want, but when I was teaching this technique to primary school children, I told them to pretend they were blowing the air out of their mouths down one of those really tiny straws. You know, the ones that come with a juice carton? Or, for us older people, perhaps a cocktail. 
you can really slow the air down that way and make it much more gentle as you blow it out. If counting is making it hard, just try it. Gently in through the nose, slowly, then out, down that tiny straw. You'll look like you're blowing a kiss, so no one will mind. Okay, the last technique now, and then you can experiment with which one helps you. Now this one really does sound a bit strange, which is why I saved it to the end. It's also really powerful. I learned a version of it with the HeartMath Institute. We're going to imagine as we breathe that air, we're going to imagine it's going straight into our heart. Now, when I say imagine, I mean in whatever way seems right to you. Don't worry if you can't picture it. Everyone's mind works in its own way and it's perfect for you, however it works. So just find a way to picture your heart sitting in that space in the middle of your chest. You might even want to picture a happy version of you sitting in that beautiful space. I'm picturing myself in a hammock in the sun, surrounded by fragrant roses with that cool drink in my hand. Ooh, I'm very happy there in my heart. So you imagine that space for yourself. And as you breathe in, imagine you're filling that space with a wonderful nourishing energy. Perhaps it could be a beautiful colour you imagine breathing into your heart. You're breathing in love and calm. And when you breathe out, you're letting go of tension and worries. Anything that you don't need right now can just go easily. It's as if that coloured light is just filling up the spaces so there's no room for darkness. You breathe into your heart and then out from your heart. It can sometimes help if you put a hand over your chest where your heart is. Lovely calm breaths. However it feels right for you. And again, for the children who found this hard, imagining breathing into their heart, I told them to just imagine their nose slid down off their face and onto their chest so they could breathe into and out of their heart. And that seemed to work for them. There is no right or wrong. You're using this to help yourself when you want to feel calm and think clearly. Breathing into your heart calms down that funny little amygdala smoke alarm again. And it also means lovely oxygenated blood gets to the very front of your brain where all your clear thinking is done. You get more resourceful and creative when you solve problems from that place rather than reacting from that very primitive part of your brain. So just to recap, we talked about how babies know what's good for them and breathe deeply into their bellies. We also talked about how the sound of a sigh gets positive results. Then we thought about the benefits of slowing down our breathing 
to make it deeper and help to calm down our stress response as we brought ourselves back into the moment. We considered how we could count to help us slow our breathing or perhaps blow down that tiny straw. Finally, we got our beautiful heart involved and breathed right into and out of our heart space. If we practice these tools until we're good at them, when we're already calm, then we know we can just do it automatically if we feel our stress levels rising or we face a challenge. My driving instructor taught me to always signal, even if there was no one there to see it. That way, it would become automatic. So there you go. You have several things you can try out for yourself. Always choose what feels easiest and makes sense to you. Don't make life complicated. It's hard enough as it is. What can you try right now to help yourself? Decide to do it now. Set that intention to give these techniques a go. Knowledge is only power if you use it. As always, don't take life too seriously. We're here to have fun. I'll talk to you soon.